I suppose you'd like to hear about the, the night, night I killed my father. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Newt News, the first word in exposing the naked truth. Pre-recorded, live, I'm your host, Dusty Richmond. It's a bright and sunny day here in New York City. We're looking at a little rainfall later in the day, around 4 to 5 p.m., with sunny skies opening back up for the sunset. So if you're on the west side, buckle up, it's gonna be freaking gorgeous. Thank you to our listeners for sending in your good wishes to my aunt, who had a massive wisdom tooth infection last week. She has stopped posting videos online about her morphine-driven review of Desperate Housewives Season 2, and she is on the mend. We are thankful. Now into our quick news for today. Quick news! Yeah! Holland's strongest 12-year-old 2022 winner Noah Janssen was crowned via Facebook Live yesterday. Over 5 billion tuned in to see Mr. Janssen place the 30-pound crown on his head using just his pinky finger. Quick news! The first manuscripts of the 1757 classic novel The Lady's Maid and the Albatross were discovered in the home of the late Alan Spratt, an optician in the small Alaskan town of Chilibitz. Supposedly, the manuscripts are worth millions and will likely be displayed in a museum dedicated to the life of American novelist Marty Bingle. Quick news! Two pigeons fought outside my window last night. Quick news! In other news, suitcase prices are on the rise and padlocks are down. Where is everyone going? Why don't they need locks? Quick news! A young woman found with a fork in her chest on the I-95 this morning is in intensive care. She is stable, and the police are currently investigating the name and model of the fork that was plunged into her aorta. Devastating news! We have an update on the Bicycle Bandit, and later a descendant of half of the Brothers Grimm writing duo is in the studio to discuss the recent scandal about the height of one brother. All after this. Is your dog badly behaved? For a limited time only. Dog Swap! Bring down your badly behaved dog and trade it in for an equally fun goldfish. No more eating my shoes, Baxter. Welcome back, welcome back. If you've been a new news listener for the past four years, you'll likely remember this clip from April 12th, 2016. Tires, spokes, pedals, reflective gear, and all things Velocipede are disappearing left, right, and center in the town of Portland, Oregon. Citizens say that the parts are being used to build a, quote, large-scale pedal-driven locomotive tank, end quote, as an art installation by the Willamette River. The piece, now a seven-foot-high pileup of bicycle parts and plants, is believed to be the work of Portland's own, quote, budget Banksy, who works in the night and is yet to be identified. There is a sign next to the installation calling it a tree bike tower. The terrorized Portland natives haven't taken kindly to the theft cases and the eyesore, and are calling on their representatives to do something about this, quote, bicycle bandit. And again from August 9th, 2017. Bus and train fares have increased in the calm and scenic town of Portland, Maine, this week after a surge of bicycle thefts has left many bikeless and forced to ride public transit. Has the bicycle bandit picked a new Portland and struck again? A mini-militia of fishermen and fed-up fourth-graders have lined the banks of Portland Harbor and the Four River, poised to attack should anyone with bicycle parts arrive and begin to construct what could be the second installation of the Tree Bike Tower. Weird to hear those again, isn't it? I sound so handsome. As you may recall, one Samuel Spoke was arrested in connection to the two Tree Bike Towers. Spoke was convicted of petty theft and, quote, harassment to towns named Portland, end quote. He served for one year in each state prison. Since his release in early 2019, it was all quiet on the Western Front. Until now. On the line, I have one Michelle, a citizen of Portland, Arkansas. This is a first in nude news history. It hasn't even broken to CNN yet. So we thank you for calling us directly. Michelle, how are you? Dusty, it's real 
not nice on these parts. I'm a long-time listener. I done hear y'all's naked newsies about the bicycle bandit back in 2K16 and 2K17. But I never figured he'd come to this Portland. Most never heard of us. We're a town of 430 Arkies. 431 now. So am I right in thinking that- He's back! Here town is that spoke is back. My neighbor Darla, she done had her darn to a newfangled two-wheeler taken. All but the bell. His calling card. That's right. In both Portland cases in 2016 and 2017, the only item never stolen was a bike bell. And that's not all. I was walking into the Dollar General down yonder on 165 when I saw Daniel Mayella Yule and his two kinfolk looking mighty purdy but awful confused. I hollered to him and said, Y'all doing honky-dory or what? They told me that they done lost their tires. I saw the remnants of what used to be a John Deere E100 tractor, the basket from one of the youngin's backs, and one wheel from a Razor scooter. I reckon the bicycle bandit is going for wheels of all sizes now. No one is safe. Oh, I, I, I'm just getting a note from my producer saying that it's all over CNN now. Dusty, I'm scared. I done bought myself a pretty little three-wheeler electric bike last week, and I'm going to go check now while I got you on the telephone here, and I... Michelle? Oh my gosh, he's here! He's, he's oh. on my back, you little rascal! Get, get back oh, here! Michelle. I'm not afraid! Oh. Michelle? Michelle? We lost her. Not as in she's dead, just on the phone. We'll be right back after this. Are you afraid of sleeping in the dark? With the eye-opener drops from Durpin Sleep, you never have to sleep in the dark again. The self-lubricating ointment can be placed into the eye and works for up to 12 hours to keep your eyes wet and open while you sleep. Now I can sleep with my eyes open and I don't wake up dry. With the eye-opener drops from Durban Sleep, you'll never have to sleep in the dark again. Welcome back, welcome back. We were able to reach Michelle, and she is okay. After witnessing Samuel Spoke run down three people before slamming into a tree and zooming away, Michelle has been safely relocated through the Witness Protection Program. She is likely in one of the other Portlands that no one knows about. More on this as the news breaks. Until then, this next story is very close to me. Here on Nude News, a place where people of all heights are welcome, we get to the bottom of things. Since the Twitter feud that rocked the world just last week, Mr. Wilhelm Karl Grimm's stature has been a large topic of discussion. Wilhelm Grimm, as you may know, was half of the Brothers Grimm writing duo who brought us the fairy tales we know and love, like Hansel and Gretel, Little Red Riding Hood, and Rapunzel, only more German and creepier. On this headline, we are going to dive a little deeper. We're going deep! Last week, hashtag NotMyTallMan, hashtag GiantGrim, and hashtag FreeGrim were trending on Twitter after the art expert Elsa Becker released a statement claiming that Mr. Wilhelm Grimm was not the six-foot man that we know, but was actually five-foot-one. The Brothers Grimm, not just the writers of the infamous fairy tales, but pioneers in the mission to end discrimination against tall people, were the first tall writing duo. They were trailblazers for changing the 19th century law that any tall writer must be accompanied by a shorter, quote, more capable writer. The Brothers Grimm were the first to go to that rule and stepped out as a tall writing sensation. They have been revered in Germany and across the world as taking the first step towards liberating tall people everywhere. Until now. Miss Elsa Becker claims to have evidential proof that in the few photographs of the brothers, what we thought was Wilhelm sitting next to his standing brother Jacob is, in fact, 
two men standing side by side. If this is true, a lot of things will change for the living descendants of Mr. Grimm. What followed was what can only be described as a Twitter war. Longtime Grimm stands, also known as Grimaces, went head-to-head -head with the self-named rival group, the Five Footers. Was Grimm short or tall? Many took to Twitter to join the duel. At JazzyJake46 said, quote, Can't believe Rapunzel is ruined. Hashtag, not my tall Grimm. At Moms for Brooklyn even joined in, stating, quote, Height isn't goddamn important. The laws requiring a man to be under 5'6 to claim citizenship and land are outdated and ridiculous. Hashtag free Grimm. Hashtag the Mets suck. That's right. According to 20th century German laws, a man must be under 5'6 on his 18th birthday to be considered an Echterman, or a real man. More on the complications of that law later. The antagonists on Twitter seem to be the five-footers. This newly formed group of celebrities under 5'6 is spearheaded by none other than Daniel Radcliffe himself. Mr. Radcliffe has taken no prisoners. He even attacked actor and well-known tall person Liam Neeson on Twitter, saying, I'm 5'5 five five and I'm a real man, at Liam Neeson, what are you? Liam Neeson retorted, At the real Daniel Radcliffe, I have a particular set of skills. Get out of the dark age. My height is not a disadvantage. Welcome to 2022. Liam called upon fellow tall celebrities Conan O'Brien and Jeff Goldblum, both six foot four, Elle McPherson, six foot, Howard Stern, six foot five, and Will Smith, six foot two, to form an online safe space to discuss the prejudices against tall people and attempt to prove not only that Grimm was indeed the pioneer of height equality, but that height does not matter nowadays. Elle McPherson tweeted, While we're here, toilets are still too tiny. Break the glass ceiling and raise those jaunts. Hashtag six footers for life. Liam Neeson retweeted and replied, At Elle McPherson, looking out my first floor window. We've come far, but have a long way to go. Mr. Neeson is referring to the outdated system whereby people of shorter stature had offices on the lower floors. In case there was a fire, they could get out faster, whereas the penthouses were reserved for the taller citizens. Highly offensive. Get it? <laughs> Being on the first floor is still to this day a symbol of power. I am coming to you live-ish from a second floor studio, and I can't tell you how beautiful it is to look out the window and see a brick wall rather than the sky. My grandfather would be proud. Here to comment is our political correspondent and part-time Urban Outfitters store assistant, Moody Chawson. Moody? Obviously, this is very political. Thanks, Moody. This story is still unfolding before us, and we are going to get the inside scoop. We are lucky enough to be joined by one Helga von Trachtenberg Grimm, the great-great-great-great-great-great, that's six greats, niece of Wilhelm Grimm himself, Miss von Trachtenberg Grimm. Frau Helga. Frau Helga, thank you for joining us today. How are you? Are you? It is nice to be here. Big buildings, no farms. <laughs> Laughter brings me joy. Yes, not many farms here in Manhattan. So, Helga, Frau Helga, you grew up in Germany. You are the great-great-great-great-great-great-niece of Herr Wilhelm Karl Grimm, the co-creator of the infamous Brothers Grimm, whose work was largely the basis of many fairy tales we know and love, as well as their legacy as the first tall writer duo in history. Yeah, this is truth. Did you always know your lineage, or was this something you discovered? Your relation to Wilhelm Grimm. Did you always know you were his great-great-great-great-great-great-niece? Hello. It was not news to me. I knew minor name was Grimm. Von Trachenberg was minor Mutter's maiden Nama. She married in and minor Papa wanted her to feel welcome. So they hyphenated my last name. Ich bin Helga Grimm. It was always known to me that I am related for when the stories were read, I recognized the name on the front of the cover of the book. I see. 
And was it ever discussed at school? Oh, yeah. I was big popular in school because my name was Grimm. It is highly respectful in Germany to be related to someone special. Someone special who did good things, not so much someone who committed mass atrocities, but writing fairy tales, this is okay. Until that name is ripped up, pulled on, giggled at, and dragged through the streets as the dead pugs on the streets. Dead pugs on the street? Yeah, it's a saying. So, tell me, in your own words, about what is going on with regards to your uncle's name. It is an outrage! They say lies. They say evil. They say... They say my uncle was short. They say he stood five foot one. Shorter than Napoleon. Shorter than nice blue-eyed Elijah Wood and Selma Hayek. Do you know Mr. DeVito, the funny man? Shorter than the Mr. DeVito. Mine uncle, they say, is standing in the photos and stands at that height. It is blasphemy. So you're saying it is bad to be short. No! Dusty. We all know short people are revered and idolized. They are the ideal body type. They always have been. But my uncle, my uncles, they paved the way for tall people to be seen as something other than giants. To be seen as people. They are just as much a person as a short man. They are just as much people as a short people. So, to clarify, there are only a few portraits of the Grimm brothers. In most photos, it appears that Wilhelm is sitting and next to him, Jacob is standing. But in recent news, experts determined... Experts! Cowards! Dirty, filthy, bad, no, no jerks! determined that, in fact, what looks like Wilhelm's knee is actually just a design on his trousers and that he is reaching up to the table, not actually leaning onto it. If this is true, he is a fraud to the tall people of Germany. Is that right? <laughs> this news broke last Thursday, and by Friday, it was all over German news stations and was beginning to hit American news stations after a wave of tweets and feuds began. Twitter. Twitter! Dare to Twitter. Who cares what you think? You had a good taco? Tell it to your dead grandma. You think Logan Lerman is yum yum, I'd licked him all over? Shove it down your lederhosen. Yeah. Twitter is not a place for news. It is a place to take a massive shit and hopes that the internet likes it. It is a lie. My uncle, he stood tall. He represent. Can you speak a bit more to the nature of commenting on one's height in your country? Yeah, Dusty. In Germany, you do not call a person giant. It is slowly being taken back by that community. In America, they have done a good job of reclaiming, so much so that there is a non-derogatory team named after them. The New York Giants, yeah? I love the Giants. They mean a lot to me, as a giant man and a giant fan. Pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but in Germany, it is reclaiming slower. If his head is slightly further away from the floor, closer to the ceiling, you say he is nicht so taschen format, not so pocket-sized. My uncle was the voice of the silenced tall people. He fought to remove that expression from the German lexicon. So when a beloved, historical, monumental, beloved figure like my uncle, this is put under a microscope and called a fraud, it is extra offensive and maybe illegal. Is it illegal? Nein. It is not Ill technically illegal, but it is rude. I can understand that. And there are some legal ramifications should this be true as well, correct? Yeah. If he is short, we lose the house. We live in special house assigned to family who do the most for Germany. It's the highest honor. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Reputation is everything dusty. If mine uncle's image is tarnished, the sales will plummet. No more Cinderella, no more Hansel, no more Gretel, no more childhood. If he goes down, we all go down. Hard for holy. But I save reputation. Ich habe bavisa. So do you have proof that your great-great-great-great-great-great-uncle is actually sitting... Or that he is indeed taller than the experts say. Oh, here you go again, saying expert. I, this is unholish. Rude, bad. Okay, yeah. So, ich habe very much proof, you say. I has his these trousers. 
Uh, yes, listeners, I'm I'm holding uh, what appears to be a pair of gentlemen's uh, pantaloons. Uh, they're a light beige color with various uh, buttons, and oh, my executive producer will take a photo and post it online for you all. The trousers seem to be from maybe the 20th century. Mine. No. 19th. 19th century, really? You see the breeches? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm looking. These breeches have the front flaps that allows gentlemen to tuck shirt in better or go bathroom faster. This flap mostly 19th century. I see, I see. Fascinating. And these are... These are proofs, Dusty! These trousers are well preserved. They are one example of the various kept possessions of minor uncle Wilhelm. For generations, a nicely carved trunk has been passed down as a family heirloom. This was in the possession of my cousin, Brinter, when the Twitter insanity struck. The trunk has pretty inscriptions on the side. You might like it. And look at the pantaloons, yes? Uh, yes, they're... Look uh, closely, Dusty. Listeners, I am now inspecting the pair of trousers. Yeah, there closely. There are uh, three buttons, uh, a nice seam, some damage around the knees. Uh, they're quite long. Yeah? They're quite long. Yeah. How tall would a man be who wears these pants? Remember, the style of the day was for the breeches to hit just above the ankle. So if, uh, well, well, these look roughly the length of my jeans. Maybe a bit shorter. How tall are you, Dusty? I am six foot one and I am not embarrassed. Dusty! So, in theory, the man who wore these trousers would be five foot nine, six foot at the least. And if you look in the rim of the pantaloons, you may find... Uh, it says something... It almost looks like it says WCG. A name tag? WCG. Wilhelm Karl Grimm. He is the only one with that name in my family. The damage on the knee may have been because my uncle enjoyed the pleasures of a good seat, even on couches built for the oh-so-special short people. Those hurt my knees. Yeah, yeah. In every pair of his pantaloons, there is damage to the knee area. In the images surfacing on the internet, I can confirm mine uncle is sitting, damaging the knees of his pantaloons. There it is. There's the proof. Helga, it has been such a pleasure speaking with you. Enlightening for many, and liberating for all tall people who just want to be treated equally, myself included. Mine uncle is that tall! Whew. Thank you, Helga. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for coming in. Frau Helga. Thank you. The photos of the trousers Frau Helga brought into the studio should be on our Twitter feed, so feel free to check that out. Nude News on Twitter. What do you think? Tweet us. For members of the talk community looking for a safe space to unite, there are many resources and talk groups available on www.moreofmeaintbad.com. This isn't sponsored. I've personally used that site to find physical therapy after bending down all day. With their help, I'm learning to love myself, even as a tall man with beautiful hair. Thank you, dear listeners. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hello, it's Frau Helga. Ich bin excited to tell you all about my German classes for German Hund here. House pets. Your cat can only speak one language. How will he make it in the world? He needs German. Your fishy fishy or bishy bishy with an attitude problem? German! German is a beautiful language full of wonder and fury. It can turn the wettest blanket into the strongest steel. Your goldfish will now be the top of the town. Right, Jakob? Yeah, ja, I have einen grünen Leben. He said now he has a reason to live. Use code DERPEN on www.germanforpets.com to get 0.5% off today. Yeah, ja, Helga!
This episode of New News was made possible with the help of me, Dusty Richmond, executive producer Bobby Richmond, our wonder mom, Steph Richmond, intern Sydney Seif, political correspondent Moody Chawson, on-site celebrity impersonators Bianca Rogoff, Rachel Lipkin, Sam Flynn, Elisa Virgie, Sarah McShane, and Josh Flitter. Our patrons and members, you. Thank you. Thank you to our sponsor, Durbin. A nice company. <laughs>